0: Hello everybody, my name is Jasmine Trotman, welcome to Audacity with Jasmine T. Today I have with me a very special guest, Miss Sydney Chandler.
1: Hey, hey y'all, it's Sydney, Sydney Chandler of the Batty Brunch series. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, basically, the purpose of this podcast is to just give a platform for young people who are out here really grinding, doing their thing, who have the audacity to not only you know, follow their dreams, go after their goals, but also who are taking risks in their prospective industries. So I asked Miss Sydney to join me today because she is out here making moves. You no, know, I'm trying to do something light, <laughs> something slight. <laughs> okay, so tell me about yourself. Who is Sydney Chandler?
1: Who is Sydney Chandler? Um, Sydney Chandler is a Dallas native, Specifically from the Oak Cliff region. Hey, Oak Cliff. Oak Cliff to be exact, if we're getting geographical. Yes. Um, but yeah, Sydney is a Dallas, Texas native. She's a University of Texas at Austin graduate. Okay. Um, she majored in corporate communications. Um, she is a daddy's girl. She's mom's angel. She's a big sister, a best friend, um, and she's a connector of people. She mm. loves to throw events. If it's a watch party, if it's a random brunch, if it's a baddie brunch, if it's a girls staycation, I love connecting people and I love being that um that common denominator amongst strangers. Um but that's Sydney.
0: Wow. Your your resume is like just impressive already, and it's just like the first minute of the podcast. Damn, thank you, girl. <laughs> so so you said you like to connect people. You like to be the common denominator. Mm-hmm. Is that how the Batty Brunch series came to be?
1: That's exactly how it came to be. Honestly, um, I realized that I had a lot of friends from different walks of life that didn't know each other. But each woman was dynamic in their own right. Mm. So I had, you know, a best friend from college who had a best friend who I then stole and made my best friend. (laughs) Um, I just had friends from all different places, from high school, from middle school, from college, from group me, from Instagram. Um, And I figured, why am I keeping these women away from each other? Yeah. You know, sometimes we get nervous. If if I bring this circle around this circle, they might not be a circle, you know. But I was like. Nah, F that. I'm about to just have a brunch. I'm going to invite each of them. I'm going to make them dress up because I love dressing up. And mm-hmm. I made them dress up to the nines. Yeah. And I Googled, like, you know, what are some good icebreakers for young black women? Mm-hmm. Um, And I found some. We had brunch at Staten Allen. Okay. And it was, like, 15 of us. And we just kind of, we jailed, We meshed very well. And then I had another one in February. And each person basically invited another friend. and the number doubled and then the next month it tripled and it just kept growing because it started in a time where dallas really wasn't heavy with events it was just the club and happy hour yeah but other than that that was it so but yeah connecting people um and kind of doing like a a test project to see if i bring these girls together what can happen because it can't be just Shade and housewife yeah. mess. It has to be something deeper than that.
0: Yeah. And that's what Betty Brunch is. And I I think it's so important that you said, you know, what will happen if I bring these women together? It can't just be shade or mess. Because a lot of the times that's how we as black women are portrayed on T V in the media as being catty, messy, mm-hmm. you know, and not being able to come together. So you're basically just combating that whole stereotype. Mm-hmm. Just my by, guys. yes, and, and not
1: to, and no shade to the shape throwers because <laughs> I too have been known to well, you know. But I feel like there. One of my my Houston baddie brunch, my friend Lauren Ashley, she mentioned this. She knows some some charades. She knows mm. a Nini. She knows a Mama D. She knows, a, you know, these people. So. Black women, we're multifaceted. Right. We can throw shade with the best of them. I feel like Queen Maxine is a great example of that. She can throw shade when necessary. Yes. Celebrate when it's time. Right. Stand up for her people when it's time. She's a multifaceted woman.
0: Yeah.
1: Michelle Obama, Oprah Winfrey. We have all, Good Beyonce, examples. you know, we have all these examples of women who, we there's pieces of us that can be, you know, catty. Yeah. But there's also pieces of us that can be corporate. Exactly. That can be professional, that can be loving and giving. Right. So, my goal with Badly Brunch is to kind of shed light on, on those facets of the black woman.
0: That's so amazing because I think that that's something that often goes un- look, overlooked and under-discussed. It's like, we're women, so we're expected to do one or two things. Make babies, <laughs> be pretty, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, be yeah, seen, yeah. not mm-hmm. heard, yeah. like... All of these things that you hear, when in reality, women can do and can be so many different things. Most definitely, you're so amazing, Thank you girl. Oh my oh goodness! My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, what made you want to become an entrepreneur? Did you always know that you wanted to do that? Yes. Okay.
1: I wanted to be a lot of things, like, <laughs> like any, you know all this pressure to be something when you're five you know i want to be a ballerina an astronaut don't know that made sense i used to want to own a trailer like what (laughs) so when i was younger my parents enrolled me into entrepreneur camp
0: that is amazing that is a thing and
1: i remember it i was in middle school this is when black planet was popping okay um, for those young children out there, Black Planet is um, <laughs> Facebook before Facebook was Facebook. Right. <laughs> um, but no, I was enrolled into entrepreneurship camp. And each of us had to create our own business. Mm. And that's what you worked on the entire summer. So for two months, you decide from conception to completion, you started your own business. Um, and my business was a fashion boutique. Uh, my middle name is Stephanie. That's S-T-E-F-O-N-I-Q-U-E. But um, my business was Stephanie's Boutique. And I was going to, you know, sell clothes and all this kind of stuff. But I knew that I wanted to have my own business. Now, my grandparents were entrepreneurs. My dad did some entrepreneurial, you know, activities. And so I was like, I want to do that. Now, Batty Brunch wasn't started so that I could work for myself. That's not why I started it. I didn't even think that it could be that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, re- the response that I got when I started it, was something that I I realized there was a need for it. Right. And they always say, you know, the business that you create, there needs to be a need for it. Yeah. And without even knowing that there was a need for it, I started something and got a great response from it. Um, So I'm not, to this day, I'm still not a full-time entrepreneur. You know, I do still have, you know, my corporate job, but Batty Brunch is my entrepreneurial endeavor, if you could say that. Um, Okay. But, yeah, I can tell myself what to do.
0: That's and that's amazing. That's the <laughs> most fun part, right? You get yes. to decide what you want to do, when you want to do it. Yep. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to. Correct. That's I'm never. The best I'm point. never late. Nobody can tell me I'm late. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's no one's my thing. You like where
1: are no, you? I'm allergic to time. I don't <laughs> like constraints. Now, my consumers are my bosses. Yeah, I will say that the baddies are my bosses. They if they don't like something and i get a you know a feeling that the vibe is off i might not do that again because just because sydney believes in it and the consumer doesn't the idea sucks at that
0: point so let's 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 take a moment and just speak on that okay you said the baddies are your bosses mm-hmm. so i think there's a misconception a lot of people who want to be entrepreneurs Think that, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to have to answer to anybody at all. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do whatever I want to do and I'm going to be happy and successful. Mm -hmm. So what happens when the customer isn't happy? It's it's balance. You know, you don't want
1: to stray too far away from your creative mind. But you also don't want to create something that the person you created it for doesn't like right and so then it just becomes a trial and error type situation okay um for a long time i was anti guest speaker
0: mm, why?
1: sydney does not i don't like guest speakers the only guest speakers that i like are preachers at church <laughs> like that's it sydney i'm so serious i feel like they're so cliche i feel like A person coming to tell you about you based on their life is just like, who are you? And what makes you so damn qualified? I I can see that. And it kind (laughs) of gets mundane. And it's like, I came to a brunch with bottomless mimosas to hear somebody else talk when I want to talk too. You know, so (laughs) for a long time, it was just baddies pouring into each other Mm. based on their experiences. It's like, well, I own this business and I do this oh well I need this so let's pour into each other so that we can grow right and it wasn't until a few people on my baddie team were like Sydney women want guest speakers we pour so much you know of ourselves into other women sometimes we want to get poured into Mm. we want to receive a message because we're not always experts
0: that's so deep it
1: was deep and I was like damn yeah so the next time I had mean, a guest speaker I mean I,
0: epiphany. it
1: was it was like you're right who am I mm. and at that point I had to put Sydney's vision and Sydney's wants to the side for the greater good of the baddie you know what I'm yeah. saying and so from then on I've had guest speakers at every single brunch whether it's about financial literacy or it's about being an entrepreneur, or um, how to build a the great a great resume. Yeah. I've had guest speakers because I'm not the expert in all those things. Right. And this person is able to connect with fifty women on this platform. Right. Versus each baddie connecting individually. Somebody's yeah. gonna miss that message. Right. So changes have to be made. Lesson that you learn, you know, along the way. I work. I tried it. It worked. I kept doing it. So,
0: trial and error. That's amazing. So, so you spoke on some of the, the guest speakers mm-hmm. that you've had. Can you give us a little bit more information about some of the past events you had? Sure. You've had some of the events you plan to have in the future. Where is the Batty brand going? Are we expanding? Growing? What are you telling <laughs> me? Yes. <laughs>
1: So, so, to answer your first question, um, Batty Brunch is in the past. So, the formula to Batty Brunch, for those who haven't visited, I'll kind of set the scene for you. I'm going to make it quick, but basically, there's always a theme. I love themes. I okay. feel like it helps you to decide what you want to wear.
0: Ooh, that's um, you know good for women. Exactly. That's really good for women. So
1: my most favorite—I have two favorite things. Oh Okay.
0: All, okay, all of my favorite. Are they I'm all sorry. your favorite? Yeah. It's okay. Because it's your
1: baby. <laughs> they can all be your
0: favorite. They're all <laughs> my favorites.
1: I'm so sorry. But the one I remember most is the lemonade brunch, mm. and it's when Beyonce had just dropped the lemonade album, and so everybody was required to wear yellow, and that's we had so the centerpieces had lemons and. It was beautiful. Oh, my dress my was yellow. It was gorgeous, and so we had a guest speaker, and she talked about financial literacy because she helps women or she helps people in general kind of find their budget, what fits your budget, that kind of thing. Something I don't really know that well, <laughs> um, and so and that was that's the format. So you come in, you're dressed, you see other women, kind of like a baddie army. Mm. And you get to see the creativity of the black woman.
0: I'm visualizing You see
1: the creativity of the black woman. You see somebody had um, jeans with like lemons on them. So I had a big yellow. You just see the creativity of the black woman. So so you come in. You sit. There's a signed seating. So you do not sit with your friend. You can come with five women. Mm -hmm. There's not a guarantee that you're going to sit with them. Because the idea is to meet women Outside of your comfort zone, right? Without the crutch of your
0: BFF, creating
1: a network independently, independently, honestly, transparently. So you sit at a table with new people, and then there's icebreakers. They're not typical like, oh, what's your hometown? Like, no, who who cares? (laughs) You know, it's good to know, but like, okay, we're we're past that, right? So the icebreakers are like, you know, who's your favorite? Like. Of all these musical artists. So, you could choose between Beyonce or Rihanna. Who would you be? You know, or the icebreaker could be, what's your Zodiac sign? Because I'm into Zodiac signs. Okay. Or, what made you move to Dallas? Mm. What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? So, really getting deep. Yes. Because we're, we're, we're there to build relationships right. within a three-hour time span. That's not a lot of time. So, um, so, we do icebreakers. And we also do hot topics. One hot topic it was, one question was how much closer of attention do you need to pay with the president that we have now?
0: Ooh. What
1: does Black America look like now in comparison to previous years? Um, what is your dream job and why aren't you working it? Ooh. You know, stuff Ouch. like that Out to to pull inspiration <laughs> yeah. from one another and to see how the next person thinks. Yeah. Um. So you do your hot topics and sometimes they're not that heavy. Sometimes it's you know how do you feel about kim kardashian you know stuff mm-hmm. like that
0: so sometimes they're light and they're heavy but it might be heavy right now seriously what she's doing <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that but That's for another episode. Right now, <laughs>
1: episode thoughts on kim k no um but yeah so we'll do hot topics we'll do icebreakers we'll do a guest speaker and there's always a theme so the tea party brunch that i had girls had tea hats Oh. And puppy dresses, oh and there were tea, so you know, teacups on the tables and stuff. But tea was actually an acronym. Yeah, for trials, expectations, and achievements.
0: Ooh, that's good. So each young lady had to share though share her tea with mm. the women at the table. So not the traditional tea. Nope, there was no tea served. Yes, only mimosas. Oh my um, goodness! But yes, it's always it. deeper.
1: So that's that's a baddie brunch. Um, and in the future. Um, I'm having another baddie brunch. When? Right? Okay. So,
0: the next baddie brunch. <laughs> I was like, I didn't mean to put you on spot, but I'm like, plug here. <laughs> right? Okay. No problem. Um, no. So,
1: the next daddy brunch will be September 30th. Okay. Um, from noon to three. The location is to be announced. Okay. But this brunch is different from the past brunches. So, this brunch is, um, I'll give you the theme. Okay. Since we're here and we've been drinking some wine. We're ready. So I'm honest. Um, it's Baddies in Bloom. Oh. So it's a floral theme.
0: I right? love that. So it's a
1: floral theme. Um, you have to wear floral dresses or floral pants or whatever. Um, but it's the title is Baddies in Bloom, The Social Brunch Experience. And so it's kind of like a networking mixer brunch. Okay. So you'll have... The buffet brunch, you'll have the bottomless mimosas, um, but it's more so, we'll do the standard baddie brunch in the beginning, but after that, it's really about getting to know everyone in the space. Okay. Go beyond your baddie table mm-hmm. and get to know more women. Plug your business. Yeah. You know, do whatever. that You just moved to Dallas? Great. Meet new people. Yeah. Meet new, new brunch friends. friends. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it'll be a baddie brunch and a co-ed day party.
0: Oh, I know. So fellas, you can come. Okay, so (laughs) fellas, y'all gotta come. Wait, so do the fellas have to adhere to the floral theme? So the the day party
1: is gonna be called finesse and florals
0: oh my so, goodness yes. you are a marketing genius yes you you okay. don't have
1: to okay. obviously like if you don't I- want to wear like you know whatever you want to wear you can you can still get in but um i want to see like i find like guys are like jazzing it up nowadays yeah. like guys are rocking button down blouses and whatnot and distressed knickerbockers and bermuda shorts young thugs, <laughs> young thugs. We got young thugs and quavos shout out to quavo if you're listening <laughs> Um, but no, so yeah, the guys, wear your florals, you know, it's free, free day party. Yes,
0: yeah, so we getting lit. Yeah, for Okay, sure. so we talked about the next brunch coming up, the next, well, the next Batty in Bloom
1: mm-hmm.
0: event. I probably butchered that.
1: Baddies okay. in Bloom, is fine.
0: Baddies in Bloom. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so do you plan on expanding the baddie empire? Yes. Okay.
1: I realized so basically I wanna I wanna do more than just brunch. Okay. You know, brunch is great. When mm-hmm. I started doing baddie brunch, brunch was like a it was like a trend in yeah. Dallas. And you know, you got brunches popping up out of everywhere. So now I'm looking to expand. So I think this this summer I had a pool party. I had the bikini bottom batty pool party, um, at the Belmont Hotel and that was Co ed. Okay. So i just want to do other things so if it's i did baddie boot camp over the summer which was something about fitness mm-hmm. i want to introduce the idea of baddie book club Ooh,
0: you know i, I really want like to really
1: explore the different facets of the black woman so we don't just brunch yeah we like hair we like makeup we like fashion yes. we like reality tv we like wine we like football you know we like sports there's so many we like men like
0: yes we love men. you know what i'm
1: saying <laughs> Some of us like women, you know. Whatever yeah. you want to do, that's your prerogative. But your
0: prerogative. You, we love love,
1: you know. So yeah. I want to I want to explore the different facets of a black woman. Um, I have a lot of ideas. I'm I'm really creative. I spoke about this. Um, I w- I did a write up on the the glow print. Okay. And they featured me on the Instagram. God's gift to me was my creativity. Mm. And I'm not like a Kanye where I can be like all boastful. I just know yeah. what my gift is. And my gift is creativity, um, whether that's in event planning or fashion, um, that is my gift. And so, with that, um, at the end of the year, November seventeenth, I'm gonna have a midnight brunch ball. Ooh! And so, that sound fancy. it's gonna be. It's gonna be <laughs> so fancy. It's a fancy black tie event. Ooh!
0: We like black tie.
1: Midnight brunch ball. Um, you wear your gowns and your tuxes or your suits. Um, it's open bar.
0: Yes, open bar. Um, Bottomless brunch while
1: supplies last. <laughs> so yeah, get there early. Yes. <laughs> um, it will be in Dallas, and you know tickets are go on sell soon. But that's a co-ed event. Okay. I feel like other than the margarita ball, mm-hmm. what option do do we have? Right. To get dressed up to the nines, feel special, take feel shots, good. free party, pull up, yes. open bar, food, DJ. With a three sixty view of downtown yes. Dallas,
0: like, like luxurious, luxurious, like elite, like exactly a black, celebration of like excellence. excellence. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was a gene for those of you who didn't catch that. It's okay, we all want to cord over here, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, like I, I want to do co-ed events. I, I want to expand my portfolio. Um, So yeah, that's the kind of stuff I want to do.
0: Yes, I'm all here for the positivity, the creativity, using your gifts, and expanding your portfolio. Audacity is behind you, one hundred percent. You have my support. I love that. Thank you. You are so welcome. Okay, so we talked about your expansion. Okay, one question I really wanted to know. So. You are a small business. Mm-hmm. How important is it for you, or is it important to you, to collaborate and work with other small businesses and small brands?
1: It's important for me specifically because I'm an. I'm, I'm essentially an event planner. Yeah, and a lot of the businesses that I reach out to are also small businesses. I can't run a brunch without a photographer. Right. Right, so I'll reach out to Eli of EI Images, or I'll reach out to Gabe of Black Space Media, or Jaren of JCI Creators. Those are all small businesses, mm-hmm. um, black photographers in Dallas. Right, I need them in order to capture the moments in my events. Exactly. Um, when I need sound, music, speakers, a microphone, Bluetooth speakers, I reach out to Black Space Media because he's his he's a full-blown entrepreneur, black small business. I need those people to function. Um, from caterers. I'm not able to use caterers as of yet because it costs money to bring in an outside caterer, but, um, chef L, Gabby, uh, Gabrielle McBay, out of Dallas, Texas. She's a wonderful chef. Her food looks amazing. Um, that's a business that I would like to collaborate with. Um, so in that regard, I think it's important. Um, now as far as like, you have an event planning business or you, you know, I feel like right now, a lot of people say, oh, let's partner, let's partner. I'm not that person. Um, and I think that's an unpopular opinion amongst why, young millennials.
0: Why is that? Let's, let's go into that. I'm that
1: way because I want Batty Brunch to grow long legs before I collaborate with someone else. Okay. I want to fully develop what Batty Brunch is before I sit next to another brand. If I if Batty Brunch's name is next to another brand, and I haven't even, I don't even know what Batty Brunch stands for, I run the risk of an identity crisis with my brand. Right? How do I know that I want my name next to yours? Right? How do I know that you want your name next to mine? Like I want to be able to fully know what I have going for myself right now mm. with this brand before I jump in bed with someone else, and then with that, I feel like. We put a lot of emphasis on partnership and not a lot of emphasis on development.
0: Mm. Let's stay here.
1: Okay. We can let's stay, stay here. here. Let's We're going to sit right here. I feel like it's important. That's a nugget. Let's develop. Develop your personal brand. Mm. I feel like why, why jump so quickly into, girl, let's partner. You got this and I got that. Okay. Well, let's just slow our roll, sister yeah. girl. Like, <laughs> sister you girl. know, like... I, Maybe my pictures aren't of quality, maybe my, my format needs work. Right. And I don't wanna partner with you right now, or just because you own a business doesn't mean you own a business in the right way. Right. And that Ooh, your business is developed and your taxes are in order or
0: yeah.
1: it's a lot to run a business. And I feel like we prematurely promote partnership without taking a look at developing our own personal brands mm. before we jump and build with another business.
0: I agree, and I think that's that's so important to really look at, you know, are you developed? Because you can want to partner with somebody all day, but at the same time, if I'm fully developed and a person that I'm attempting to create a partnership with isn't, then what does that look like? Exactly. Or, vice or vice versa. If I'm not fully developed and the person that wants to partner with me is, then what is that going to look like?
1: Yeah, and... and- Whatever event that you do, whether you do it solo or duo, <laughs> you are projecting it out to the public. Exactly, and they will remember. Say that one more time. They will remember what you what you put out. They will remember if it was a flop. They will remember if it mm-hmm. was if it was great. They will remember. So you have to just be careful. And right now, I'm I'm not in a position to where. I will partner with someone. It, it really depends on what it looks like. Okay. If it's an event to where I know that there's a mutualistic relationship happening, mm-hmm. I will definitely consider. There mm-hmm. are a few brands out there like Good Culture. I don't mm. know if you're familiar with Good Culture. Mm-hmm. I am a big fan of them. I will definitely partner with it. Okay, I'm biased because Kenny's my best friend. I have to say that. <laughs> but aside from that, I love how they move. Mm. I love how they move. I love the the new ideas they bring to the table it's something different they're not biting off of someone else's ideas it's all new uh, to dallas at least so that's, that's someone that i wouldn't mind partnering with toast for charity is another one because they're okay. they do for the community right and they're not even run by dallas natives mm. they're run by transplants but want to create greatness in south dallas and oak cliff so yeah. those are somebody that i would love to partner with um but, yeah, I'm not against partnering. It just has to be the right time um, and the right
0: event for my brand. Okay. It's my baby. It is, and you have to take care of it as such. hmm So, what does it take to sell out an event? What does it take to run a successful event other than, you know, having a following on Instagram? <laughs> no, seriously, having a following... Having a, a nice flyer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what, what does it really take?
1: Um, Cliché, but it takes passion. Mm. And with passion, you create experience okay. for your guests. So I like to always say I'm not a party promoter. Um, I'm a curator. I'm an event planner, but I'm a creative. Like when I have an event, my team will tell you, I it is not about the numbers to me. It is quality over quantity. Mm, And because I put so much emphasis on the quality, people come, I guess they like it enough. Because of the experience. Because of the experience. And they send their friends or they come back again because they enjoyed the experience. I'm not about the brunches that I have had that were 70 people deep or 50 people deep. Those are great brunches. Don't get me wrong. And the quality was great, and the quantity was great, but the quality is more important to me. Was the decor on point? You know, if I'm having a tea party brunch, it better look like Alice in Wonderland up in there. Like it has to look <laughs> like that, you know? Yeah. Or I better feel like I'm walking in Buckingham Palace. Because it's your brand. That's I want. I want to bring an experience. I want you to come in and feel like you're not in Dallas. Yeah. And then boom, let you realize you're in Dallas. Greatness can come from my city.
0: Yeah. You know, when when I
1: had my baddie pool party, finding a venue is the biggest thing for me.
0: Okay. And I I found a venue.
1: Girl, it's hard. I found a venue for the pool party. They snatched a rug underneath my feet two weeks, three weeks before my event. So I had to find a new venue. I couldn't cancel my event and look like a sham. Yeah. What was I going to do? So I beat the pavement found a perfect venue overlooking the Dallas skyline, the Belmont Hotel, for those of you who haven't visited. It's beautiful. Um, I felt like I was at an L.A. day party. Mm. And I realized, wait a second, I threw this party. You know, me and my team, we threw this party to bring a different experience to Dallas. Um, and and that's, the, that's the biggest thing. When you create great experiences for people, they want to come back. Exactly, um, And that's what it is. I don't want to pack out stuff. I don't like being elbow to elbow with anybody. <laughs> I don't like my edges sweating. Yes, they curl up because I'm kind of mixed a little bit. But let's not try it. Like, let's not test our patience. Like, this design essentials can only cover so many baby hairs. I need
0: to keep it laid. So, I mean.
1: yes, I don't like overcrowded events.
0: I don't like complaints from people. Yeah, because that's the worst. It, it hurts my feelings. Yeah, <laughs> I just
1: want to have seamless... Blawless, lit, and luxurious events. That's it. That's all.
0: That's what's up. At least you know what you want. If you know what you want, you know what your goal is, you can make it happen and execute every time.
1: For sure. You, having a an idea in mind, having a team in place, um, those will take you very far. Very far.
0: Okay. So, what do you think... Are some common misconceptions about the industry that you're in and about the work that you're doing, or even just being a creative in general? I think one of the misconceptions is that you have it all
1: figured out.
0: Ooh. Can we just stay here for a
1: minute? (laughs) (laughs) I listened to a podcast It was recommended to me by... um, one of my nieces. I have some girls that I love today. They're younger than me, but I call them my nieces. Uh, my niece, Anna, she suggested this podcast. It was by the Curlbox, the owner of Curlbox.
0: My Leek Teel. Yes. My tattoo, I love my league.
1: Yes. So I, I, I don't often listen to other podcasts other than Good Cultures, but I listened to this one. And she was saying, you don't have to always have it figured out. It's okay to say you don't know. And for the longest, everybody was always asking me, you know, well, what's next with Batty Brunch? Or what you got coming next, girl? or when's the next one? Uh, let's partner. Let's do I'm like, I don't even know what tomorrow holds. <laughs> like, God willing, I wake up. <laughs> but I know this, right. Wait a second. So I think the misconception is that, you know, you're, a, you're an entrepreneur. You work for yourself. And yeah, you might not be making money, but you know what you want to do in life. And you know where you want your brand to go. No, I don't. When I started Batty Brunch, I just went for it. I was like, dang, I love chicken and waffles. I love sugar (laughs) grease. I love (laughs) mimosas. And I love friends. And I love dressing up. How the hell can I bundle this all up (laughs) and do something cool? Batty Brunch, boom. You know. And sometimes I don't have it all figured out. Sometimes I'm like, there are other events that are taking off. And I fear looking mundane. I fear being forgotten. Mm. That's a real, that's a real fear, but people don't always look into the the
0: fears of an entrepreneur. Mm-mm. They see your posts on Instagram, mm-hmm. they see your IG, your stories. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Your Snapchat. And it's a bunch of people at your event, and they feel like, oh, my God, Was she it? is young, she's black, she's successful. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could be that successful. Yeah. I wish I could, you know, have the audacity mm-hmm. to go after my dreams and my goals yep. like she did, not knowing just an hour before you got dressed, you're trying to figure out, well, is, are people going to show up? Yeah. Or is, this, is the DJ going to be on time? Or... <laughs> that is
1: you want to talk about misconceptions and I think that's the I think that's the beauty of being a guest you know like think about the weddings that you go to think about everything that you do you're a guest even when you go into work you are a guest in that building yeah there are people who vacuum who clean who turn lights on they they get a space ready for you to enter yeah and the misconception is that it just kind of happens that way But it's not. It doesn't. No one would have known that I was crying. I left my job at 2 o'clock in the afternoon in tears because that venue had canceled on me after I posted my flyer. Yeah. You know, and it was like, what the fuck (laughs) did you just do to me? You know, it really hurt my feelings. And I had to grind. Yeah. But I'm able to... Tell a small story about it, about it, how I came out on the other side. But the day of the pool party, my air pumps weren't working for my big floats. I wanted the cute flamingo floats, the cute, you know, the floats that you see on the gram. I yeah. wanted those. My pump wasn't working. I'm like, how the hell am I going to have a pool party with no float? So I'm leaving my event at 12:50. Yeah. Pool party started 1 to go to Walmart hoping and, that I find an air pump. So you, you know. Too. Blow up the flow, So I can do some floats for y'all. So it's just small stuff like that that you don't really think about that happen, you know, just moments before you welcome people into a space that they pay to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? So stuff like that.
0: Girl, you over here preaching. I'm just being honest, you know. I love your honesty and the fact that you're so transparent about the process because that's what most people don't see. They see the finished product. They see it's polished, it's clean, it's put together, but they don't really see the process and the steps that you have to go, the patience you have to have, and the passion that really fuels you and drives you. To you know, be able to create this finished No, seriously. Polished product.
1: And they don't even have to see it. You know, I'm glad that they don't see it. Cause when you see the behind the scenes, you you don't get a chance to enjoy the product as much. Right. I'm glad that they come in and they see stuff that's together. Yeah because you feel better as a guest when you don't have to do anything but drink and eat
0: yeah just enjoy yourself and have fun your biggest worry is do i have to uber home like that that's your biggest concern you should just be worried about did i have one too many mimosas or not yes
1: that's it that's your only concern (laughs) At my stuff
0: (laughs) well that's good to know that is good to know so in the last few years, a lot of corporations, businesses, companies have moved to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think that is? What do you think makes Dallas so attractive to companies and to brands nowadays?
1: I think it's a few factors. I think for the most part, you think about the, the go-to hub cities, mm-hmm. New York City, L.A., Chicago, um, Houston. Right. Those cities are being outgrown.
0: They really are. Especially it's it's especially Atlanta.
1: I, I, even yeah, oh Atlanta, you there's so ma- so many people, it's a lot of traffic, it's a lot of traffic. people, cost of All living is going up. People don't want to live there anymore. You want to go somewhere where there's at least a downtown.
0: Yes. That's Not a too must. rural,
1: right? You have a downtown, and I must say our downtown is litty. It's lit. Literally, <laughs> um, it's stay lit all the time, right? That's where our tax dollars are going. No, but um, but yeah, like you want to go somewhere where there's a downtown, where there's space for your company to grow—literal space, real estate—and um, yes. when the companies, you know, decide they're gonna plop themselves here, like the Toyotas, mm-hmm. Facebook's coming, Google's coming.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: You know, JCPenney's headquarters has been here. Neiman Marcus headquarters is here. When you think about these companies, you know, they're here. Their headquarters are here. So then the millennials will then follow. Of course. So now we have this this growth of transplants. People from Indiana, New York. People from everywhere. St. Louis, the Midwest, Kansas City. Everybody's coming to Dallas for job opportunities. Um, And I I think what, what attracts the businesses to come here is the space, we have so much space in Dallas. It's a lot of land. And there's so here. much potential. It's an untapped market.
0: It really is. In for a, a long in time. In a lot of ways.
1: All we had was the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Erica Badu. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Erica. won that one time. Um, <laughs> that one time. And Carter High School. Just kidding. Um, that's just <laughs> where I went to school. But no. But for a long time, that's really all we had. You know. And, and now we have these businesses coming here. It's a lot of opportunity, you know. They see a lot of opportunity in us. So the Trinity River is now something that you can you can float on the river. It's like a um
0: a tourist attraction now. They exactly. built it up. It's like fancy lights when you drive Girl, in there at night. It's all lit up. They got these new bridges. You can float the Trinity
1: River. There's a, a floral like wildflower Audubon Trinity Audubon Center. Girl. There's an eight mile hike in Bishop Arts. And
0: Oak Cliff Cliff. that you can
1: take. So it's like there's so many.
0: They're building it up. And I'm happy that I'm
1: living here during the time that I am.
0: I am too because when I graduated, I was thinking I'm not going to come back to Dallas. I'm going to stay in London or, you know, I'm just going to move somewhere else. And then someone just told me to come back home. Then I came back home and then I just started seeing, like, all this opportunity, all these different markets opening up, fashion and all these different things and I'm like you know God got me here for a reason yeah Because yeah. <laughs> this really it's gonna get popping in yeah Dallas. it is it so really is what do you think the effect of all these companies all these millennials all these industries open up what do you think that means for Dallas
1: I'm kind of scared really? it means cost of, honestly cost of living is a big thing yeah you know when when everybody moves here I think it's great but cost of living goes up you used to could get when I first moved back home in 2012. You could get an apartment, a one bedroom, for a thousand, for nine hundred dollars. Now, you're looking at upwards of thirteen hundred. Yeah. You could get a one bedroom in Arlington for six fifty.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? And now Rent. in Arlington, I'm paying
0: eight something. Exactly.
1: So it's like the cost of living goes up. You know the cost of brunch goes up like <laughs> you know brunch you, you used to get a chicken and waffle for 11.99 now it's 15 it's 17. you know inflation is real
0: mm-hmm.
1: bottomless mimosas used to be a thing and now people are like no they don't <laughs> offer it you know so things change yeah. you know when the more people come the more that stuff happens but then the more attention the city gets which, you know, we get is also we get thing. looked at for you know yeah. maybe the Olympics or to host different you know events and things right. like that. So there's some good to come out of it. And like I said, I'm we're me and you. Honestly, we're the last of a disappearing breed. Like to be a professional millennial in the mix as a Dallas native. Yeah, there is not many of us. Really? No, I feel like a lot of people that the people that you see out. Especially at my brunch. I feel like at a baddie brunch, three people might be from Dallas. Wow. Everybody else is from somewhere else. Everybody else. And that is a direct reflection of Everybody.
0: events. Yeah. You go to
1: any event. Majority of these people have moved from Louisiana, anywhere.
0: Yeah.
1: And the people that are from Oak Cliff, like me and you, they go out sometimes. But the the, all the events that are really going on, going on, is mostly transplants that are going out
0: to Mm. these to
1: these type of events. That's really interesting. For sure, it's strange. It is, but it's it's cool because I kind of feel like a minority in that sense. Like I get hit up all the time about, see, where's the barbecue spots. Where's the chicken spice? Where's the chicken spice today? <laughs> they're trying to find that good. Where can food. I get my hair cooked? At? What
0: church do I go to? Yeah. You know,
1: and I'm, I'm kind of glad they're asking me because that's kind of one of the purposes of my brand. Yeah. You know, when you first move to
0: Dallas, come to Betty Brunch. You want to be the go to, you want to be where people go to find out information, knowledge about the city. Exactly exactly because that's a funnel it brings them through your brand through your company mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. and then out and I'm I'm open to that like I gave a Oak Cliff
1: South Dallas tour to a few of my friends Ooh. they're not one of them was from here but that should be a thing I think it should be a thing. Like, why not rent, cease creativity, why not pay to rent a Mercedes vegan yes. sprinter
0: for four hours, and like it takes you to yes, 30 dollars
1: Thrift, it takes you to Walker's Barbecue, it takes you to Rudy's, Rudy's. <laughs> it takes you to Catfish Floyd. Yes. all the thrift stores, all the daiquiri shops, all the daiquiri shops, yes. the snow cone places, the beauty supply houses, yes. Jenny's, Jenny's. <laughs> Lucy's, shout out to Lucy's i Wheatland and Polk. Like, <laughs> it takes you, you can drive by the churches so that you can know. Not churches chicken, the real churches. Yeah. So, you have an idea <laughs> where those are located. Like, just to get you a better acquainted with and the
0: city. Acclimated, it, girl. Because we need downtown to, and Addison ain't it. It ain't it.
1: No, I'm it's, sorry. That's not where. It's
0: cute. It's lit. It's cute. But it's me to the true club so you know what it looks like. That's yeah, of the city. Exactly. Girl, we need to sit down and have a. Brainstorming session. I can brainstorm something all about this. Day. Do you hear me? All day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what advice or what wisdom would you like to impart onto young entrepreneurs out there, to those who have the audacity to follow their dreams, but they're just being held back by a little bit of fear or a little bit of insecurity? What advice would you give them? What wisdom? What gems? You want to drop in a spirit. Let
1: me see. Let me dig in my big old bag of dig deep. Dig deep. So the first thing I'm going to say is very cliche, but I think it's overlooked. Just do it. Yeah. Shout out to Nike. <laughs> I mean, seriously though, like... I am a recovering procrastinator. Girl. I am. I've been going to meetings.
0: You preach um, into the corner. I need <laughs> to go with anonymous. you.
1: anonymous. <laughs> um, but no, I'm a procrastinator. I will think of all types of reasons why I can't do something. Mm. Oh, it's going to be too expensive. I don't have the, fo- the following. You know, who's going to come? I don't have a DJ. I don't have a business plan. I don't know nothing about whatever. At the end of the day, you literally have to just do it. And I say that because once you do it, when you just do it and people can like see your event, people come to your event, even if it's just 10 people, you feel the pressure to perform. Mm. You can't let down those 10 people who are coming. You can't let down your public.
0: Yeah, because they're going to be expecting something. Now you got fans. Now, now you, you got, got fans. a following.
1: No matter how small or big, you have a following. So from the small brunch that I did at Staten Island, I sent out a text message to all those baddies and invited them there. What if two days before I would have said, you know what, I don't want to do this no more because what if it's whack? Yeah. I have let down those 15 people and then when I'm ready to Really, do something I can count on 15 people not being there exactly, and then you can count on those
0: 15 people to tell, to tell 15, 15 people, people that girl, I I will go, for she this not go, she's not serious. Yeah, I bought my ticket, exactly. she flaked on me. So, when
1: you force yourself to just do it, you're forcing yourself to perform. Mm. And if the pressure to perform is anything like the pressure I put on myself to perform, you won't let yourself down, that's good, you'll do it. Um, now I've learned and you, the, the journey is that much more exciting. Like right now I'm dealing with a few stresses from my, from, from, you know, being an entrepreneur, but it's a part of my journey. And because I know that I'm doing this for a reason, because God is his destiny. You know yes, what I'm saying? God. Yes. So because of that, I know I figure it out. Yeah. I have questions. Business taxes is a thing. Um, how do you file? What do you want to be? A nonprofit LLC, sole proprietorship. There's a lot of questions that you can ask yourself. Do I write my business plan now? How do I do it? How do I word it? There's mm-hmm. a bunch of questions you can ask yourself. But that, if you continue to ask yourself all these questions, you'll never be what you want to be. And by that time, somebody else has already done it. Exactly. Um, so the first piece of advice is to just do it. The next one I would say is... Just even if somebody you feel like stole your idea, you can't get pissed off about it Mm. because somebody told me this. I don't know if I was at Think Tank. Shout out to Think Tank. I don't know if I was at Think Tank. I forgot. But somebody said to be pissed off at somebody because they stole your idea means you're questioning God to say he's only going to give you one good idea. Mm. I think that was Chef Gabby the time whatever anyway but yeah that's good because you'll get many more ideas just because okay I'm having baddie brunch somebody else if they you know copy baddie brunch and they call it baddie brunch and I'm sitting somewhere pissed off in the corner and I'm mad and I want to retaliate that's a slap in God's face because he's gonna bless me with something bigger and better right it, I don't stop at just Batty brunch maybe baddie brunch was a good idea Or maybe it was a good beginning. It was a good beginning, but the end is to have Batty Incorporated. You know what I'm saying? You never really know. So, I know a lot of times with us millennials, we're so creative and everybody is somewhere penciling, like, what's my new idea? I want to do trap karaoke. I want to do grits and biscuits. Ooh, I'm going to do a day party where you can eat brunch and dance. Okay, fine but somebody is has somebody already had all these ideas right are you going to execute it
0: that's the difference
1: that's it all ties in you execute it and if somebody took it before you can execute it if you're that passionate about it still just do it or create something else yeah but don't don't be pissed off yeah because it, it happens it happens it happens but those are my those are my gems for the for the young entrepreneurs also you know what Don't feel the pressure to be an entrepreneur. Mm. Like, er everybody's not meant for that life. I feel like right now it's popping. Yeah. Quit your job, girl, and do do your, live your dream, honey.
0: Mm -mm. Okay. Like, yeah. That sounds good, but it's
1: not, (laughs) it is not
0: (laughs) easy. It's not easy because I quit my job in May and I'm out here, I'm making it shape, but (laughs) it's time. It takes time it takes focus Mm. dedication prayer prayer hello i be praying like (laughs) 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 like i ain't prayed in a long time but but i'm blessed that god is moving and i have opportunities but it don't happen the same for everybody
1: it doesn't it doesn't and and if, if your idea isn't that great and it's not you know what I just don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe you're maybe what you're supposed to do is work for a company yeah. and lead diversity and engagement at that company. Or maybe yeah. it's to work at that company, work your way up and then bring on others or do HR. Maybe that's your calling. And it's OK to not be an entrepreneur. Yeah. It's not all it's cracked up to be. And no, I'm just kidding. It's really y- hard. <laughs> it's, it's really hard. It's, it's really hard. <laughs> But, yeah, don't feel the pressure like the millennial. I know we want success now. Yeah. We're not getting that promotion. So, let me, you know what? I'm about to start my own business. I can make, you're going to lose, you're not going to make money until your fifth year anyway. So, by that <laughs> time, them. you would have got promoted. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, what are your options?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Girl, you are so crazy. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all of your knowledge and wisdom and poise and grace. This has just been so amazing. Um, I'm blessed to be in your presence.
1: Oh, thank you, girl. (laughs) So deep and whatnot. No, I'm really excited. I haven't done a podcast in a long time, and this was was one of my favorites. It's very lax. You're very easy to talk to. Oh, thank Um, you. I feel like we vibe (laughs) on a great level. Um, And you're just a a smart, intuitive, and open young lady. And I'm excited to
0: see Audacity grow. (laughs) Um, And you have my support, girl. Girl, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And thank you to all of our listeners. You have just listened to Audacity with Jasmine T. Be blessed.